All right, bro. Let's uh, let's f- call Terry, bro, and see how this f- lawsuit's going. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's got a lawyer yet. Do you think that there's like a possibility we actually lose Terry as like an editor? I kind of hope so. I kind of do too. I'm kind of thinking about like contacting Mayshem myself and like maybe paying for his lawyer. Maybe send him some of the emails Terry sent us. All right, yeah, let's call this and see what he's got going on. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic... Bro, I swear, if he... Bro, I hope he goes to jail, dude. Oh, bro. Call him again. Call him one more time. All right, dude. If he Okay, if he doesn't answer this time, bro... Hey, big guy, what's happening? Are you f- kidding me? This is the Weekly Forecast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 11th episode of The Weekly Forecast. The Weekly Forecast. Sitting here with my boys, Josh and Terry. How you find gentlemen doing this afternoon? What up, my brother? You doing good? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. I uh, don't give a fuck how Terry's doing since Terry has now got us at the center of a lawsuit. <laughs> did you see his uh, his Instagram story today? I did, yeah. He he posted something this morning and then he deleted it too, I think. Uh, his Instagram story says, I will win the lawsuit. He posted something. I thought it was like a fucking lobster or something. You didn't see it? No. Dude, it was like a fucking lobster or something, and it just went away. Leave it to that guy. He sent me an email. I mean, He fucking resigned from this podcast, finally? He didn't resign. He said that if you listen back to Maysham's phone call, uh, he said he's going to win the lawsuit because Maysham is trying to extort us. Because if you listen, Maysham says that if the money isn't in his bank account, (laughs) he will contact the (laughs) lawyer. He said he just... He has it on audio that he threatened us or threatened him. So yeah. who knows how that's going to go? I can't wait to watch it play out. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how this plays out, dude. I'm really excited to get a new editor, honestly, after Terry served some jail time, but whatever. <laughs> oh, man. What's new with you, though, bro? Nothing? You're fucking, how's your island, bro? Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's good. I haven't checked in today. I need to do that. Should I do that right now? I'd prefer you didn't. Okay. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I have good news. What's the I'm COVID free. Hey, Hey. get a round of applause in there. COVID free up in here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I, dude, I was nervous, bro. Not, I wasn't nervous that I had COVID because I was like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. What I was nervous about was I, well, and what was kind of pissing me off is like, I've not been able to go around my mom. I've not been able to go around my stepdad. I've not been able to go around your grandma. Like I've not been able to go around anybody. Like I've just been by my fucking self. dude. It was so lonely. Um, what was the test like? Fucking dog shit, dude. It was like it was like they took uh, like gasoline and just like shoved it in my nose. No, it dude, honestly it wasn't that bad. Just take like a uh, take like a Q tip and just shove it in your nose until you hit something hard and then pull it out. Well, actually, I'm actually, not doing that, dude. actually <laughs> put it in there until you hit something hard and hold it for five seconds and then pull it out. That's that sounds even worse. It wasn't Ugh. it wasn't fun. I don't recommend it. Let me ask you a random question. Completely random for all of our listeners. Did you know that they've been making COVID porn? COVID porn? Yes. No. I hate the internet, I think. <laughs> that's like a very weird genre. On that, on that, let's uh let's go ahead and just jump on in the boss. All right, let's have it. What, my boy. what you got, my boy? Uh so 
I started watching this TV show. Wait, pause. Uh, did you did you notice I just called you mm boy instead of saying my boy? No. <laughs> Let's have it mm boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your fucking story. Go ahead. So I've been watching this show on Hulu, and uh, it's it's by it's made by HBO. So if you have like HBO Go or whatever that is, you can you can feel free to watch it on there. You can watch it on Hulu. It's called uh, Euphoria. Have you ever heard of this? Um, let me ask. Does it have uh, David Duchovny in it? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, then no, I've not. It's got Zendaya in it. Okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, wow, I was way fucking off. <laughs> and a knockoff Mac Miller looking character. Hey man, RIP uh, to the goat. RIP to the goat. A quick synopsis: an American adaptation of the Israel or Israeli show of the same name. I didn't know that. Follows the troubled life of a 17-year-old Rue, a drug addict fresh from rehab with no plans to stay clean. Circling in Rue's orbit are Jules, a transgendered girl searching for where she belongs, Nate, a jock whose anger issues make sexual insecurities, Chris, a football star who finds the adjustment from high school to college harder than suspected, and Cassie, whose sexual history continues to dog her. Bruh, this show is wild. Bruh. Is it is it English or is it American? What? Or is it, I'm sorry, fuck. Is it, uh, yeah, is it English or is it American? Is it like from. I'm watching the American adaptation. From England? No, it's not from England. It's like in. I don't even know where it's Is at. it from the Ook? But, um, but look, bro, if Jimi Hendrix was still alive and he decided he was going to make a show, this would be his show. Like the visuals, the art direction, like the colors, like, bro, it's just mad. Fucking A, and, dude. Uh, R.I.P. to the goat. If you say that one more time, I'm <laughs> see, oh, honestly, I, I was going to see if you just repeat it over and over as many times as I said it. <laughs> I should have just kept doing. It. Oh shit! No, for real. It's a really cool show. Really interesting. If uh, if you anybody wants to check it out, and it's on HBO Go. It's on HBO Go. I'm guessing because it's made by HBO, but I've been watching it on Hulu, so it's definitely on Hulu. Have you seen? Uh, this is like completely random. Have you seen that? Um... What the fuck is the name of it, dude? I'm sorry. I just blanked so hard, dude. I had a Terry moment. What's that shit? Uh, well, fuck. We'll come back to it. Anyways. Uh, Are you thinking of Skins? Well, okay. I was thinking of Skins at first, but not Skins. There's like another one. Is it like Skins? It's like Skins, except, you know, Euphoria actually has character development and a story. Skins was really nothing except for teenagers on drugs. Yeah. Like half of America. Only you can win the war on drugs. If you took 13 Reasons Why after oh, Hannah Baker fucking, and Skins, right? If you, look, 13 Reasons Why with Hannah Baker was good. Without Hannah Baker, it was just trash. But you take it, you take 13 Reasons Why without Hannah Baker and Skins and you marry them and you get Euphoria. I can give you 13 Reasons Why you shouldn't watch that show. Regardless, uh, have you seen the interesting development that uh, Bella Delphine has found herself in? No. Do you know who Bella Delphine is? Yes. Okay. So I'm sure, for, half the internet for anybody, for anybody that might have lived under a rock, uh, Bella Delphine was that e girl, which I'm not even sure what e girl means. I think it just is like the new emo or scene kid. Uh, she was an e girl that started in OnlyFans, and she was a girl that was like bottling her bathwater and selling it. Anyway, she's came under fire uh, recently because she posted a. Um, trigger warning for anybody listening a rape scene um and a it's it's like a fucking like a predatory scene on her only fans then she advertised it on twitter but people are pissed because she posted scenes of her being tied up fuck sorry trigger warning 
uh, she posted scenes of her being tied up on Twitter without a trigger warning, and fans are fucking pissed. The internet is pissed because she has such a girlish, like a young girl look. They are very upset that she even done this in the first place, which I don't kink shame anybody. You know, if you like it, do what you do. Uh, but they're pissed that she posted it and is essentially promoting uh, quote-unquote rape culture. Have you you've not seen any of this? No, I haven't. But, uh, you know, people with OnlyFans, I feel like advertising it on social media, what's the word I'm looking for? Is a good idea. So casually, you know what I mean, could be detrimental like in the aspect of that. Yeah, uh, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, if you if you post some some like reckless kind of shit like she posted. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're not just saying, "Hey, here's a link to my OnlyFans here. Here's like a whole a whole nother thing, you know." Yeah. Uh by the way, link to my OnlyFans in the link in the bio. Anyway, moving it up, sticking with Euphoria in a way. Um there is one I'm fucking euphoric right now, dude. <laughs> The show was composed by a artist named Labyrinth. Have you ever heard of this man? I actually have, yeah. Yeah, Timothy Lee, Timothy Lee McKenzie, also by, known by his stage name Labyrinth, is a British singer, songwriter, composer, rapper, and record producer. That was a sentence. That was a lot. Uh, what does he not do? Bro, he... Um, <laughs> maybe rock music, I'd say. I don't think he's a car salesman. He might not be a car salesman. Actually, it says right here in his instruments he plays guitar, so you know what? <laughs> Me, right? Anyway, <laughs> say um, anything on there about a used Honda <laughs> website, uh, Labyrinth City Honda. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, he knocked this out of the park, bro. Like, there's a there's a song that kind of is like, I guess, the song of the show, and it plays throughout like a lot of the scenes, and it's called Forever. And that was a song that I initially looked up, but bro, that song is so sick, and uh, he's got a couple of other really good songs. I've just been kind of jamming him and I've been jamming the weekend this week because of last week's episode when you was talking about this, the uh, music video for save your tears, save your tears. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, the weekend, you can never go wrong with the weekend. Um, I like labyrinth though. Yeah, man, he's a good artist. Added him into my playlist. Uh, I just want to go ahead and say last week I was talking about the new Morgan Wallen album. Today I bought the very first CD I bought in five years and it was the Morgan Wallen CD uh, because I'm driving a very outdated car. The Bluetooth feature no longer works. The auxiliary port no longer works and uh, the cassette player works, but I bought the uh, physical CD. So that was a blast from the past. Hey man, I got, I just going to say it, man. I think CDs sound better than Bluetooth. Truly. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, but they just seem a little bit sharper. Uh, moving on, man. Comicbook.com reports that Grand Theft Auto 6 is in the works. This is right up our alley, bro. Grand Theft Auto 6 is... Uh, eh, fuck. Grand Theft Auto 6 is in the works, bro. And it will reportedly have the series' first ever female protagonist. What do you think about that? Oh, hey, that's actually kind of sick. Dude, right... Dude, I'm so excited for Grand Theft Auto. It says here that you're actually going to have the uh, the capabilities to play as a male or female or potentially both. So kind of like how they done the the ability to switch characters in the in the Grand Theft Auto Five. Seems like that's going to come back, and we're going to have a male and a female. Look, man, there's no joke. Sorry, I'm chewing. On GTA Online, me and my buddy Danny, uh, we both made our characters on there females. 
And I don't know if it's just because GTA is full of incels, but, uh, you know, they will send random women uh, messages and invites, and they will give them money. And I can't tell you how many times uh, somebody would like, hey, they'd teleport me to their base, put me in, like, their, their car, and they'd invite me to an actual party, and I would join their party. I'd be like, what up, bro? And they would, like, eject me out of the vehicle, bro. <laughs> And they're like, come back and kill me until I left the line. While you're fucking driving, they just kick your ass out. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like block permissions and it just kicks you out of the car. That's so fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking Scott Tiddly boy over here exposing sexism in video games. I love it. Speaking of video games, uh, Bethesda and Machine Games are teasing an Indiana Jones game. Did you see this? I did not. It says a new Indiana Jones game with an original story is in development from our studio at Machine Games and will be produced by Todd Howard in collaborations with at Lucasfilm Games. Well, who the fuck is so, Todd Howard? What gives him the right? owner of the best, dude. <laughs> dude that's, that's pretty sick, though, honestly. Right? Wasn't Shia LaBeouf in a Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. Um, it was the last one they made. I can't remember the name of it. Word. I don't think it did very well. Probably not because of Shia, but yeah, Shia LaBeouf's an awesome, dude. He really meet that guy. He really is, dude. I uh, I'd love to meet him. I'd love to do jujitsu with him, bro. Do you know he uh, he does jujitsu? I did not. Yes, him and uh, the other fella that was the star of the Tax Collector. Oh yeah, his his uh, co-star. Yeah, 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 I can't remember his his actual name. But yeah, they do uh, jujitsu with uh, Hennon actually at, at Brian Ortega's place. Well, I mean, it's not Brian Ortega's place, but Brian Ortega trains there. Um. You imagine just like rolling into your gym one day and then just getting folded up by Shia LaBeouf, dude? I can't imagine that because honor. that's not gonna happen to me. I bet Shia LaBeouf would kill you. I'm just kidding, no, dude. I'd fucking I'd eat Shia's fucking lunch, bro. Um, okay. <laughs> today is a bad day for celebrities, bro. Would you like to know why? Why? Uh, I already broke the Bella Delphine story. Um, Bruce Willis has been refused. Uh, service at a I guess a CVS for not wearing a mask and rapper YF <laughs> is now wanted for murder so 2021 what do you make of these though uh, YF and Lucci had that really big song uh, Key to the Streets and Every Day We Lit um, he was kind of popping like maybe two-ish years ago uh, of course Bruce Willis is one of the biggest stars in the world what do you make of these two stories well they're polar opposites Let's start there. Are they, though? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bruce Willis is kind of funny, though. You know what I mean? Like, I bet he was like, do you know Do you know I am? And they're like, <laughs> you ever yeah. seen? You ever seen Die Hard? Okay. <laughs> do you know it's a Christmas movie, by the way? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I really don't care about the Bruce Willis story, honestly. <clears throat> I don't either, bro. I, I think it's it's a choice, 100%. I'm, we're probably Who was the other rapper that like, killed his best friend and then rapped about it? Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking piece of shit. Melly, uh, Melly yeah. That's crazy. It sounds like another situation. Does it say like who who like why this guy's wanted for murder? It probably does. I just didn't click it. Oh, I mean, I'm dude. I'm honest with our fans, dude. I just didn't click it. I didn't click it. I wanted to include both of them, but you know we normally stick bias news around three apiece, so I just jangled them together. You know, you guys don't actually come to us for real news, do you? I hope so. What do you think they would do if I just got really passive aggressive with our fans from now on? <laughs> Yeah, I, was just I don't even think they would bat it up. I'm just standoffish. I feel like every in episode. episodes, they probably, they probably know that you're, you know, they kind of know your attitude. All right, brother. With that, uh, let's jump into calls, brother. Lines are open. Terry, fire that bitch up, dude. What is your take on cryptocurrencies? 
Bruh. Uh, little known That's fact. A good question for you. Little known <laughs> fact about me, bro. I have uh, I've bought every single cryptocurrency you can buy. Have you really? I bought bit. Uh, well, okay, that's actually kind of a lie. But I've I've been buying into Bitcoin for quite a while now. Um, I bought into Ethereum and I've bought into Dogecoin. Completely ironically, but I own a fuckload of Dogecoins now. Um, bro, honestly, like on a serious note, I think that anyone uh, eighteen and older should be buying into cryptocurrencies because God, it's it's kind of hard to explain. But this is the like this is decentralized currency, right? The government has no say in this. Uh, this is pure. This is essentially like gold was back in the day. You you know what I'm talking about? Um, and I truly think this is going to take over and replace cash, essentially like a Visa or like an American Express, et cetera. Um, so I would suggest everybody buying into it, especially with the way that prices are fluctuating. Um, even if you just put in like 50 to let's say $500 um, and let's say you make at least half of that back, then just cash it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think cryptocurrency is a really cool idea. I just, I've never like sat down and <clears throat> really learned about it or decided to buy into it. You was actually telling me that I needed to buy some Bitcoin. I think it's a super cool idea that like people, like when it first came out, like people bought like Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff with it because it was, uh, it was kind of slept on, you know? I actually follow the very first man that ever bought a Tesla with Bitcoin. Um, if you look at it, though, from like a... Um, How much is a whole Bitcoin? <clears throat> uh, at current price, which it's, it's going to fluctuate, so I'm not even going to give the date of the recording, but about 35000 for for one. Jeez. Yes, but... So if you had like you had like 10, bro, you'd have like... But here, I'm not going to math, $300. <laughs> but but here's the thing, right? So for anybody that doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, you can buy fractals, right? So I started, I bought twenty dollars at a time, and slowly. Yeah, you buy like, you pretty much like buy a piece of it. Yes. So every paycheck, I literally invest some amount into Bitcoin. Um, Ethereum is the number two um, cryptocurrency. I've been buying into Ethereum. Ethereum is about a hundred dollars a share right now. So um, let's say you take a hundred dollars per check and you buy into Ethereum, then there's one. Like you, you officially own one uh, share of of Ethereum. Um, if you were to break it down, like like planetary, right? So you have three different subcategories of like a planet. Uh, the very first subcategory, like let's just say like A one, A one are people who have a globalized currency and they get their power from the sun, right? So uh, an A two would be uh, that, but on a much larger scale. And they're, they're getting all their power from essentially like wind and sun, right? So then A3 would be what's called like a Dyson sphere, right? So a Dyson can essentially swallow up whole galaxies at a time. So if you really look at it in like the grand scheme of shit, to make Earth an A1, uh, right now we're already working towards solar power, right? Like we're already trying to trying to work towards getting solar power um, like nationwide, which brands like Tesla are really helping out with that because uh, for anybody curious, you can actually use Tesla to buy solar panels and put them on your house and you get a huge tax, uh, like a huge tax break at the end of the year and you get money back by the way. Um, but that would be our, like our way of moving to an A1, like planetary structure would be us moving towards a crypto, uh, like a globalized sort of currency and then um, 
you know, like solar power. Because, you know, right now, like we have like the American US dollar and then we have euros and we have bot like in Thailand and we have uh, all this and all that. Right. So moving towards one globalized currency, I'm like getting like super nerded out right now, but I really love cryptocurrency. I was going to ask you a question about Bitcoin, but, I, you know, after that rant, I really don't want to hear it. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody that's like, oh, that was fucking cool, bro. Bro, I literally, like, you should have seen my face at one point. I was just like, what the fuck is he even talking about? I just feel like... I didn't know where we were at, as a, as a civilization, we will do better with cryptocurrency than without it. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead and throw us into the next call, Terry. Okay, this question is for Josh. How do you feel about overthrowing the government altogether, getting rid of the whole platform, and running on only the 50 states that gathers once a month, like the government used to, and decide what we should do as a country. Uh, thank you for calling me out, my brother. Uh, yeah, hey, go for it, bro. I can't legally say that, but, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm fucking with it, bro. <laughs> I can't legally say hit my inbox, but... No, for real, I think that's essentially what's going to have to happen. What do you think? I'm not going to say, like, overthrowing is the word I would use, because, you know... Uh, one of our, the three members here is already under investigation, and I really don't want to uh, bring any more flack to this podcast. But I feel like there should be some kind of uh, different kind of government in this country, honestly. Yeah, I... Um, the whole one, one meeting a month thing would be pretty sick, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that, for real. I think that there's, not to sound like a super huge conspiracy theorist, but I think there's been a shadow government for a long time controlling a lot of the shit that you see on the uh, on the TV... And I think that we are essentially a brainwashed country. So, you know, without being without being like a super huge conspiracy theorist and without being like a hardcore anarchist, I think something needs to change. We're never going to be a fucking A1 planet structure. I'm sorry. I'm not going to get into that rant again, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. You know what I really love, dude, is I love that people will, uh, like people actually seek our like advice on things or like they seek our counsel on shit. Like that's so fucking cool. If you, pretty cool. if you've been a caller on this show, dude, just thank you or, or do that because we've had some women call in too. Uh, so thank you. I think, I think we've actually had more women. Uh, I think it's almost like an even split. I would, I would think I would think so too. Honestly. Anyways, people, if you've, if you've called, I appreciate you. Terry, pull it shit up. What's up? You f- <laughs> oh shit. Uh. Terry, take care of that. <laughs> no, but for real. So, I have COVID, right? Bro, I've never been this fucking horny. I've never jerked off so many times. Like, sitting here already for a week, like seven days, like, just sitting here is fucking bullshit. I don't know. So, if any of your listeners have COVID, yeah, I don't know. It, call, call them and let them know, like, if, if you've had the same things. Like, my, my side effects are just like, well, I'm also smoking a lot of hash, too, so that's been nonstop. I, I have, like, eight grams of, like, residue, resin and shit. So I've been getting high nonstop. So I've been nonstop, like, sleeping, jerking off, wake up. I'll do a podcast a little bit, watch like, a football game, pass the fuck out, wake up, jerk off again. It's like a cycle. So I don't know. If anyone else has COVID and is dealing with that, I don't know if that's just me or from just an animal, but... Also, you guys should make fuck Terry t-shirts, and I'm down to go in and invest on them. Let me know. Oh, shit, it's, it's Eric from another holy looking track. What's happening? <laughs> like the long pause at the end where he said, oh, shit. 
uh eric from another booty licking track hey y'all go stream another booty licking track uh fuck man yeah. i love that guy <clears throat> dude it's a legend bro did he go uh i know in one of his podcasts he was talking about going to detroit did he go to detroit no he got canceled because he has uh covid oh so he got it before he went that's crazy. yeah um yeah so if you've had covid and you are exceptional no, time out have you ever thought that the trilogy has all got COVID but you? Bro, so so hold the fuck up, dude. We we actually did another episode of the trilogy uh two nights ago. And they actually said the same fucking thing because my test results hadn't came in that in yet. They were like, yo, first lefty had it, he gave it to Eric, and then Eric gave it to me. But yeah, I came out I came out good. So yeah, bro. I'm mm-hmm. I am, dude. I am. I'm for real. Super blessed that I did not catch COVID. Uh, like I said, dude. The worst part is it's so fucking lonely, bro. Because like you're trying to alienate yourself from everybody. Like I have people in my life that just had a baby. Uh, congrats to them. Like my mother's like kind of like older. Like my my stepfather's kind of older. Uh, I have a young daughter, bro. Like I'm not trying to subject anybody to COVID. So it was just so fucking lonely, bro. Yeah, I'd imagine dealing with the isolation would be pretty rough. I loved his routine, though. Yeah, dude, that's, that's a fucking champion routine right there, if I ever heard one. Wake up, jerk off. What, what was he, he? He wakes up, he jerks off, oh, he gets high, and then he does a podcast. That's fucking cool, dude. And then he passes back out after watching a football That's game. the American dream, truthfully. Um, hey, man, if, if hey, I hope you feel better. A. B, if any of our listeners have had COVID and you experienced... Um, and an exceptional amount of uh, horniness, I guess. Fucking call in and let us know. I get. I don't really know what to. I don't really know what how to. Yeah, let us know if that's like a fucking symptom, right? Do we want to know? I don't know. I don't know if I want to know that. I don't either. We've had some fucking weird questions on here before. Everybody, send your prayers to Eric the Great. And hope he pulls through this strong. For real, man. Send uh, send your prayers and your good thoughts to Eric the Great, bro. Absolute legend. Trap rapper out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, all right, bro. Onward. Y'all ever had to bury a dead body? That's what I'm doing right now. Fucking A, bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, take that shit out, dude. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. I feel like this is the criminal episode of this podcast. <laughs> God, dude. All right, well. That happened. All right. Yep. Good call. Uh, all right. Next caller. And Terry, you really got to fucking. I don't, we don't ask. Monitor. We, we don't ask much from you, bro. That's the fucking thing is we ask the literal bare minimum. And somehow this shit. I know you got a lot going on right now, but like, come on, dude. This is your job. This is your only job. All right, bro. I am with that. Uh. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, let's move anywhere but here. Let's go to random news articles around the world. Yes, please get me out of here. <laughs> this has been fucking particularly dark today, bro. All right, bro. So, you know, keeping my random format here, I have three news articles here that all have to do with a certain subject, and I want you to go ahead and pick one at your own free will. Bro, I'm getting sick of this shit. Okay, give me C. All right, C. Los Angeles pilot finally captures elusive jetpack man on video. Ooh. Elon Musk. The unidentified flying man in Los Angeles has finally been caught on video, soaring 3,000 feet above Palos Verdes near Catalina Island with a jetpack. Holy fuck, dude. (laughs) 3,000 feet in the air? 
That's in the fucking danger zone, bro. The mystery aeronaut has been spotted at least twice before in the summer and fall, but now there's a video posted on Instagram account of the Sling Pilot Academy, a local aviation school. The video, which the school said one of the flight instructors recorded Monday, appears to show a solitary man sailing through the sky above the water off the California coast. What do you what do you think of this, mate? So, my beef with um, my beef with skydivers is they're jumping out of a completely like a perfectly fine airplane, right? However, now mm-hmm. I'm understanding that my beef is actually with the idea of potentially free falling from the sky. So, let me ask you this. Would you ever get in a jetpack and just say, oh, I'm going to go fucking 3,000 feet in the air? That sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Yeah, right here it says another airline crew reported a sighting in mid-October, this time at 6,000 feet. Gee, dude, get the fuck out of here. That is terrifying. You know the ones that they have in the water that can get you up to like 50 feet? Uh, dude, I, I might do one of those. I wouldn't even want to do that, bro. Can you imagine belly, can you imagine belly flopping from 50 feet? I don't, I mean, I feel like... Do you remember on Leave it to Beaver when dude belly flops in the pool and his whole fucking front is like red? No, man, I haven't watched that movie in forever, but I remember like, I love that movie growing up. That was a fucking a grade A movie growing up. Regardless, man, um, <laughs> dude, fucking 6,000 feet on a jetpack, bro? I don't trust, like, I don't trust cars, let alone a fucking jetpack, bro. Um, a little sketchy. Yeah. I, ooh. Can you imagine being that guy, though, and you're like, hey, look, an airplane. <laughs> and they're like, hey, look, a guy on a jetpack. <laughs> he said, hey, uh, there's a guy up here in a jetpack. And they're like, shut up, Ben. There ain't no guy up here in a jetpack. <laughs> no, dude, that, dude. Fuck that, bro. And if you're, hey, if you're the mysterious jetpack man and you're listening, fuck you, bro. <laughs> God, dude, David Rush would fuck you up, dude. All right, bro. Well, hey, I'm going to kind of keep it uh, along the same body of water. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. A naked fugitive rescued from the crocodile-infested mangroves by a fisherman. Oh, yes. Tell me more. (laughs) The suspected armed robber was found sitting on a tree branch on the outskirts of Darwin, Australia. He'd been lost for four days. Two fishermen have rescued a naked fugitive who they found sitting on a tree branch in an Australian crocodile habitat. Um, Cam Faust said that Wednesday, him and a fellow fisherman, Kev Joyner, sick-ass names, by the way, uh, heard Luke Voskrafisinski, uh, yell for help on Sunday as they set their crab traps, uh, from their dinghy in the mangroves. Faust said that, fucking A, Faust said that Voskrafisinski dinghy, uh, was covered in mud, mud, cuts and insect bites and he explained to them that he had been lost for four days and survived by eating snails and uh he had used his clothes for bits and pieces over the way which means that he had to take a shit and wipe his ass with something okay thank you for elaborating on that did you really not know that or i really didn't but like you said it pretty aggressively i'm getting passive aggressive with our audience bro they're making us read these fucking things uh, it didn't make sense to us, Faust said, referring to the explanation for his nudity. He had a nest made up in the tree, and he was only laying a meter, which is 39 inches for our American folks, above the water, and there were crocs in the water, so he had done pretty well to survive. Joyner said that the friends actually hesitated before bringing Von Krakenfikaniki on board, 
Um, once we'd seen how bad he was and how many cuts he had all over him and he was dehydrated, we thought we'd better get him in the boat. Uh, we thought that he must have had a big night after New Year's and just got lost and done himself a mischief in the bush. Bro, I, I, I really hope somebody describes my Saturday night as a mischief in the bush one night. It's a mischief in the bush. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, bro? A, let me ask you a two-part question. A, would you rescue this this naked man? And B, what do you think about it? Uh, <clears throat> first off, like, <clears throat> what, what? He was a criminal, you said. Well, I, I was going to get onto that. Yeah, uh, police said Voskreskinevsky had been free on bail after being charged with armed robbery, multiple aggravated assaults, deprivation of liberty, and stealing. But he had cut off his electronic monitoring device and attempted to evade police. I was trying to I was trying to let you answer before I told you all that, but <laughs> so what's my two part question? Would I would I rescue him? Yeah, he's a human being. Yeah. I would I would I would rescue him. What was B? What was the second part? I don't even fucking remember. Oh, what do you think about it? <laughs> I'd say he's had a rough, rough couple days, bro. That would be so terrifying. What is a mangrove exactly? Is it just like a little swamp? I'm assuming, yeah, probably with like, like surrounded in trees though. A bunch of trees with water, swamp trees, yeah, water, water, <laughs> water trees. Hey, if anybody uh, has like a college education and you ever feel like correcting us, fuck you. But no, for real, uh, messages on Instagram at the Weekly Forecast. Um, you imagine, bro? He probably went to jail after that. So I mean, it probably never really got better for him. Oh, from, um, so from the hospital, he actually done a Zoom meeting with the court. Oh, okay. Um. I mean, that, that definitely sucks that, you know, he had to go through that, but cut your, you cut your ankle bracelet off and then you, you just run into the swamp. Seems a little weird. <clears throat> a or B? Let's do, uh, let's do B. B. Paragliding Santa in California rescued after getting entangled in para- power lines. Hell yeah, dude. We was along the same lines, wasn't we? Wow. A California man who dressed up as a jolly old Saint Nick and took to the skies above Sacramento with his paraglider to start cheer had to be rescued Sunday after becoming entangled in power lines. The man was using a hyperlight in Rio Linda when he flew too low and hit a power line around 11 a.m., Metro Fire in Sacramento said. The department released video of the rescue showing the man dressed as Santa in the pilot seat of the fan-powered aircraft as it dangles above the street. Firefighters used a fire truck ladder to reach the man and bring him down to safety just after 1 p.m. So he was up there for about two hours. First off, how do you not get electrocuted? I'm going to ask you this. What is the fascination with being high in the air with no stable uh, system? You know what I mean? You've had two stories now where these motherfuckers shouldn't shouldn't have been somewhere that they were. Right. I got uh, I got tangled around on YouTube one time, and there's like people who will set up their paragliders in their backyard and take off and like video the whole thing, bro. And I've never seen anything more terrifying in my life. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I'd probably shit myself, honestly, if we're being. Dude, that's the whole reason I've never went um, uh, skydiving because I'm too worried I'm gonna shit on myself on the way down. <laughs> dude, I swear, dude. Like I'm terrified of it. This podcast it's is like just a-, a place where we can just come and talk about all our fears, dude. <laughs> <laughs> falling to my desk would probably be my number one fear not you know using the bathroom in the sky i'm honestly worried i feel like that would be pretty freeing i'm honestly oh fuck dude that's actually yeah no i'm worried i'm gonna have a heart attack and die or, or shit myself on the way down i mean if you die you'll, you'll probably definitely shit yourself so yeah but i would rather not anyways bro it, it, this guy was dressed as santa though so he's an extra degenerate 
Yeah. Why are you just trying to spread some holiday cheer, bro? I'm not feeling it, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be flat, open, honest with you. Um, if you're trying to spread holiday cheer, flying through the air like a psychopath is not it. Unless, did he have like a like an inflatable reindeer hook to the front of that thing? No, no, he didn't. Oh, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. You know, we talk every week on here about David Rush. That's a fella who's never missed an opportunity in his life. Am I, am, am I right? Could you, could you agree? Fact. Fact. Hard fact. Facts. Can we add some reverb to that? Facts. Anyways, um, a Russian lady swims 280 feet under ice for Guinness World Record. Let me ask you this. Before I get into the story, do you think David Rush would challenge this? Potentially, yes. Well, I'm not going to play you the audio from it because it's all in fucking Russian and uh, we've had enough of a headache tonight, but... Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Her fucking name, bro. We're just going to call her Yika Nika. Uh, Yika Nika who is 40, wore only a one-piece swimsuit when she plunged into the lake of Bacal and swam a distance of about 280 feet under the ice without surfacing for air. Uh, Nika, who is forbidden by Guinness rules for wearing, from wearing a wetsuit and flippers, uh, completed the feat in about one and a half minutes. The previous world record of 230 feet was set by a South African swimmer named Amber Fillery in Norway in 2020. So this this record literally was set last year and then has already been broken one day ago in, in 2021. Damn. What do you make of this? Though? Do you think Russians are just built different or do you think... Uh, um, well, definitely. Russians are definitely built different. They're kind of like the most hard people in the world. You know, um, why do you think they wouldn't let her use the flippers? You think it's for speed? Maybe I'm trying to picture how like big that area is that she swam. Is that like two, two and a half football fields pretty much? Um, yeah, 280 feet. Yeah. So she, and she swam in, in a minute and a half too. That's impressive in its own. Uh, right. I understand now after I said it out loud, why they wouldn't let her use the flippers. It was definitely for speed. Yeah, she would have she would have blown through it, and I'm guessing that the wetsuit was for mental toughness. Maybe I don't know. She wore a one piece, uh, so you know you imagine how cold that is. Oh, bro, it had to be so cold. That is pretty insane. Have you seen the TikTok of the fella swims under the ice and he pops up and he eats the snow cone that he had with him under the ice and he says, "Welcome to Russia." Yeah, yeah. I imagine she would probably kick the fucking shit out of that dude. This is a tough lady right here, Yika Nika. I wish I could pronounce her name, but it's not worth Terry censoring me for. <laughs> I'm going to throw you my last one here. Delta passengers facing charges for exiting via emergency slide. Wait, what? Two passengers and a service dog <laughs> exited a flight as it was preparing for takeoff at LaGuardia Airport. Hey, New York. That right? uh, the incident occurred Monday morning on Delta Airline Flight 462. A spokesperson confirmed to Fox News. During Flight 462's taxi out at LaGuardia, a party of two opened a cabin door and exited the aircraft via the slide. Uh, the aircraft returned to the gate where the remaining customers deplaned normally and were accommodated on an alternate flight. Uh, Delta Flight six, or 462 was a... I don't know if I'm caring about that. <laughs> the flight in question was preparing for departure from Queens, New York, and was bound for Atlanta before the passengers made their unusual exit. 
the passengers Antonio Murdoch 31 and Brianna Greco 23, both from Florida, <laughs> go figure, hey. are facing charges for their unauthorized flight exit. Murdoch was charged with criminal mischief in the second degree, reckless endangerment in the second degree, and criminal trespass in the third degree, according to Port. Greco is charged with one criminal trespass in the third degree. The service dog was taken to the Brooklyn Animal Care Center and a receipt was given to Greco in order to retrieve the animal. <laughs> Damn fool, they even took the dog to jail. Yeah, bro, they did. Damn. They had to give him bail and everything. I never knew that that was like a crime. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I knew it was fucking frowned upon. I didn't know it was like a legit crime. I mean, I'm pretty sure that using an emergency exit anywhere is kind of a crime. Man, who made you, know, you don't just use an emergency exit at a Walmart and not expect to get in trouble for it. You know what? Who made you God? You know what I'm saying? Who gets to no who one. gets to determine that? You know what I'm saying? If it if it's if it says exit, no matter what's in front of it, emergency exit, don't use this exit. No matter what, if it says exit, I'm gonna use it. Not an exit. Not an exit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are my fucking favorite, bro. Because they make you look for it. You know. It's like playing one of those I Spy games. You got to really hunt for the door on that one. Um, You're like, oh, this isn't an exit. Huh? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, they, I really, I had no idea you could face criminal charges for that. Like, that's blowing my mind more than them taking the fucking dog to jail. You got to think about it. the slide blows up. Like all this crazy, all these crazy things happen. Like, okay. That okay. aren't supposed to happen. Okay. Since you said that though, where the fuck was everybody? Like, where were y'all antennas? Why like, y'all were supposed to be watching these people? Where the fuck was your antenna? But <laughs> for real, like, who the fuck was in charge of watching these people? They got a mugshot. It does seem crazy that they could just access that, right? No, there's no mugshot. I want to see that dog. I bet it looks like a real life Scooby Doo, one hundred percent. You don't do some shit like that without Scooby Doo. Fucking mystery gang just on an airplane. They're like, oh, we're not supposed to go to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and the pilot is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. Daphne and Fred are really falling off, bro. Yeah, for real, bro. Uh, well, fuck, man. That's kind of hard to top. But I'm also going to keep it in the animal kingdom. And I'm going to tell you that a soap opera actor found a python slithering on his home's toilet. Hmm. Hmm. A, okay. a, British, a British soap opera star called Animal Rescuers when he found a four-foot snake slithering... Not in, not out, but across his toilet. Um, Harry, oh fuck, Harry Vizanoni, <laughs> fuck, Harry Vizanoni, who plays Seb Franklin on the popular ITV uh, soap opera Coronation Street, said that he went to the bathroom Saturday morning in the Hale London apartment, uh, Hale England, fuck. Let me just start that over. Harry Vizanoni, who plays Seb Franklin on the popular ITV soap opera Coronation Street, said he went to the bathroom Saturday morning in the Hale, England apartment that he shares with his girlfriend and discovered something very surprising on the toilet. Uh, let me just stop it right here before I go any further, okay? Have you ever found anything surprising on your toilet? Um... <clears throat> I once found a wolf spider on my toilet. <clears throat> and as you know, I'm arachnophobic, so oh, yeah. what? that didn't go very well. 100 fuck them eight-legged freaks. All right. Um, <laughs> I was just brushing my teeth and saw what looked like a snake head pop from behind the wall at the back of the toilet. So he's talking about like the tank. 
Uh, he said, I didn't take it in at first, and then I looked again and realized what I'd seen, so I left the back- bathroom very quickly and closed the door. <laughs> we went back in and watched as the snake then slithered on top of the toilet and sat on the seat just looking at us. Bruh. Bro, he's challenging them. Bro. <laughs> Are you threatening me? That's how she got here. <clears throat> <laughs> this is my house now, punk. Um. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Vizanoni and girlfriend Ellie Isaac sealed up the room and the next day RSPCA animal rescuer Sonia Hulm was summoned to the scene. Bruh, they went to bed. They went to bed with this motherfucker in there, bro. Uh, so when Hulm found the snake, which she identified as a royal python, uh, it was behind the radiator in the bathroom, and she said, quote-unquote, she was quite feisty and really didn't want to come away from the radiator. So I managed to unscrew the top part of it, and as it dropped forward, I caught the... Uh... What the fuck? Dude, I hate... I hate when somebody can't fucking spell. Um... So I managed to unscrew the top part, and as it dropped forward, Holmes said, Harry caught the radiator, and I managed to hold the tail of the snake using a pillowcase to cover my hands. What do you... Uh, have you ever grabbed... for me. Have you ever grabbed a python with only a pillowcase in your hands? I've grabbed a python barehanded. Yeah. Uh, uh, my dad actually used to own two of them, and... Um... You know, yeah, but they were domesticated. This motherfucker was wild, bro. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. Like, um, you know, we we raised those snakes. You can play fetch with this guy, dude. This this thing, you know, you try to throw the ball, it's gonna fucking bite your arm off. What blows my mind is they 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 put a towel in front of the door and they said, "All right, let's go to bed." You know, no, I don't want to go to a hotel room or something. Like, I'm not staying there, dude. Yeah, I uh. I, uh, man, I just, I don't even want to knock these people. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think I'd have stayed there. No, I wouldn't have stayed there at all. Yeah, I'd have probably went and got a hotel. Well, you know, on that note, let's slither our way into sports. Get the my fuck dude. out of here. Get the, dude, Terry, get your fucking boy, bruh. <laughs> wow, that was fucking, that was good. Uh, so the weekend that just passed, we had Max Holloway taking on Calvin Cater. This weekend, my boy, you know what it is? Oh, give it to me. Oh, bro. Fucking Conor McGregor is back, bro. Against fucking double penetration DP himself, Dustin Poirier, bro. That's a weird, that's a weird nickname. (laughs) I just gave it to him. Hopefully nobody else calls him that. Anyways, bro, how you feel about this? Uh, Bro, I'm so ready for this fight. God, I am too, bro. So, I'm, I'm, you know, if Connor doesn't fight the rest of this year, though, I'm gonna stop being his fucking fan because I'm about sick and tired of this whole one. Oh, I'm gonna fight in January and then not fight again, Dude, bro. For real, bro. For real. I what I don't understand, bro. Okay, and I, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell myself, okay, it was the Corona that probably held Connor back because that's a fucking, that's a pay per view star, bro. And a lot of it is the gate. Did you see they've already sold out tickets for this? No, I didn't. They had so they had limited, um, like they had limited seats available, and they are um, like they're sold out. They sold out the same. I mean, the same day. Sold out. The same day, bro. It's a Connor fight, bro. <clears throat> of course, it's gonna sell out. Go, let's do let's do predictions right now. What you got, Connor, in the second. 
I'm not fraying. I'm not fraying. I made that. Um, I made that prediction like a couple podcasts ago. I'm gonna stick with it. I think that's what's gonna happen, bro. I think they'll come out. I think Dustin might get a, a few good shots in you know, the first round. Connor's gonna make his adjustments. He's gonna come out, and it's probably gonna end kind of like the first fight. Can I just can I back up? Do you remember when I was uh, still a fighter, and every time I lost, Connor would lose his next fight, and then every time I'd win, Connor would win. Oh, I ain't fucking wild, have that fucking bro. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! Yeah, my jujitsu tournament got canceled for uh, fucking Rona. Um, man, I had a dream that Dustin Poirier was the first guy to knock Conor McGregor out. I hope to fuck that's not accurate. But at this point, bro, if anybody beats Conor, I can one hundred percent say I'm okay if it's Dustin Poirier. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'd rather be Dustin than Justin. Nah, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Justin's my fucking boy. But D- Dustin Poirier, though, to me, bro, is just, he's such a fucking good guy, bro. All of his time and effort outside of fighting goes to the Good Fight Foundation, and he's a good family man. I like Dustin. I just, I think Connor's in his head, bro. I don't think. I don't, I don't, I don't see him knocking Connor out by no means. I don't bro. think you can ever get that level of um, fuckery, like, out of your head. Like, Connor had him shook the first time they fought, bro. So I don't, I think Connor's probably going to knock him out. Uh, I would not be surprised if Dustin bounced back and grabbed the title right after that, though. You know what I mean? Like, Dustin's a, a world-class fighter. I just think Connor might be his kryptonite. Yeah, I, I can feel that. I feel like if Connor fought Aldo again, it would be the same thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. Dude. I hope to God we never see that. <laughs> like, he mentally tortured Aldo dude, when he, for almost a when year. He stole, when he stole Aldo's belt, bro, it was over. Like, when he, at the so press conference, he ran over and grabbed it, bro, it was over. Uh, hey, so looking at the rest of this card, bro, it's actually a pretty sick-ass card, bro. The co-main event's Dan Hooker taking on Mike Chandler, bro. What do you think about that? Oh, man, that fight. That fight is going to be such a good fight. I think Chandler takes it, though. I know you probably ride with Dan Hooker, but I think... <laughs> I, I don't, It's so hard because when fighters come over from another promotion, there's like this weird limbo, you know? I, I understand what you're saying. I have a lot of bias towards Mike Chandler. Uh, if I take that out of the equation, right? Because I fucking love that guy. If I take that out of the equation, Dan Hooker's a fucking terrible matchup for him though, bro. Dan's a long rangy striker with pretty decent takedown defense, but he also knows jujitsu pretty well. I'm with you, man. It, I want to pull for Chandler. I love Dan Hooker. Like, do not get me wrong, bro. I fucking love Dan Hooker. I don't know, bro. That's such a tricky fight because you remember what Dan Hooker done to Dustin Poirier in his last fight? I mean, he fucked D- uh, DP up and DP ended up coming back and winning the decision, but Dan Hooker is world-class, bro. It's just, that's a tricky fight. I can't pick, dude. That's a pick for me. I, I really can't pick. <clears throat> and I'm trying not to let my Michael Chandler bias, like, be the reason, but it's like, you know, it's kind of hard when you fucking conversed and like talked and like, you know, these people, you know? Uh, Jessica I versus uh, Joanne Calderwood. I feel like I don't even have to ask you this one, but I'm riding with Calderwood on that. <clears throat> yeah. And then our boy, dude, the fucking Los Angeles uh, Taiwanese uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr., bro, makes his comeback against Marcin Prochnio. I'm going to have to go with Khalil on this. Yeah, definitely riding with Khalil. <clears throat> the sexiest uh, woman strawweight, Amanda Rebus, taking on Marina Rodriguez. I got Marin- uh, Amanda Rebus on this. Yeah, <clears throat> not even really interested in it, but Reba? if I had to pick one, Rebus is surging, bro. Like she, like, and she's tough as like as tough as they come. If she was to fight Tracy Cortez, you know, I got a soft spot for Tracy. So you know, uh, I've just never 
really got into the straw weight division. Yeah, I like Rose, bro. I like Rose. I like Yoana. Um, I don't like Whaley Jean as a as a champ. I don't like. Is Rose ever going to fight Whaley again? Uh, Rose hasn't fought Whaley yet. They're supposed to be fighting soon, but who fucking knows, bro? Uh, look at. I thought Whaley took Rose's belt. Uh, well, so uh, Jessica Andrade had that fucking freak knockout over Rose when she dropped her, and then Andrade got pieced up by uh. Uh, Whaley Jean for the title, and then Andrade fought Rose again, and Rose beat her. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Um, at middleweight, you got Brad Tavares taking on Antonio Carlos Jr., uh, which I'm going to go with Brad Tavares. And at lightweight, you have Matt Frivola taking on Otman Azatar. Um, I watched Otman fight. Um, when was it, bro? When was his last fight? Uh, September of um, 2020, bro. He fought Kama Worthy and knocked him out. Uh, well, he got like a TKO finish over him, but it was still pretty good. Otman Azatar is a lightweight that uh, should definitely be checked out, though. He trains at, um, I'm not mistaken, he trains with Elevation and Justin Gaethje and all them now. So that's definitely a guy to watch. Uh, is there anything else going on in the sports world outside of MMA that you're interested in, bro? No, not really. What about you? I mean, uh, Alabama. The playoffs are going to happen. Oh, time out. We jinxed each other. Yeah. So you were yeah, aware. Yeah. He rode with Seattle. I rode with the Steelers. We both lost. Yeah, I noticed that. That was pretty shitty, wasn't it? <laughs> that was pretty terrible. This is the second time we've lost to Cleveland this year, bro. Cleveland just—it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, Alabama fans uh, flood Tuscaloosa despite the mayor's COVID warning. Uh, Alabama obviously won another national championship. If you keep up with Formula One racing, the Australian Grand Prix traditionally starts the. F1 season. Um, they're going to start in November. I don't know. Do you watch Formula One? I never have. I've never watched any racing, honestly, I don't think. Uh, Kyrie Irving has come under fire because uh, he attended a large family birthday party without a mask, and so now the NBA is fucking pissed at him, which I just blows my fucking mind every single week. It's something new. Um, God, that sounded really shitty, didn't it? That sounded really... Uh, Deshaun Watson is standing off against the Texans. I think we've already talked about this once, but he took to Twitter to let everybody know that he is quote unquote, not fucking around. Uh, he actually didn't say that. I just put those words out there, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like, brother, lead us out of this episode, bro. We've been podcasting for way too fucking long, brother. Fucking phone calls made my mouth hurt for some reason. <laughs> All right, you ready for this fun fact? All right, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of. Let's have it. Scotland has 421 words for snow. Boom. Scotland is also the national birthplace of the name Scotty, which is, I know a guy named Scotty, and Scotty doesn't. I know a couple. And Scotty doesn't know. Okay, it's been you boys. <laughs> uh, Scott, Scotty, <laughs> Scott Tiddly Boy, and Josh uh, with our former... Current, I don't know. Under under editor. investigation. Our, uh, yeah, under Yeah. Hey, follow, follow us on Instagram before we sign off at the weekly forecast. You got to throw that in there for them, bro. They want to know what we're. They want to know what we do. Yeah, I forgot that. All right. Well, you guys could follow us on social media at the weekly forecast. How was that? Was that angsty and like fucking passive enough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Signing off.